USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance, your host for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise. Today, as we broadcast, we're going to be doing a special show on Memorial Day, which is on Monday, and it's May 31st. And so I'd like to say a good Sunday morning welcome to Attorney Tenny Lance, and thank you for being here, Tenny. Tenny, you are a, a certified veteran specialist, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But most of you want to celebrate Memorial Day. Memorial Day is different from Veterans Day, isn't it? Yes, Memorial Day it was uh, established to honor the people who had died in service to the country, whereas Veterans Day is honoring anybody who had given any service, um, even if they had not perished. Basically all veterans. And we're very fortunate this morning that we have a special guest with us also. We have Carol Freitas, who is the Westport Veterans Service Officer. So good morning to you, Carol. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Carol has been here before. Now, Carol, you and I share something special in common, don't we? We do. We are both Marines. Right. And uh, once... I, I like it that you say we are both Marines, because Marines never give up their service right. you're oh, no. marine for life <laughs> absolutely but uh, carol you've been with us before and it's it's a pleasure to have you back here again i know you spent six years on active duty in the united states marine corps uh you served in virginia and arizona and florida and iwakuni is that how you pronounce it iwakuni iwakuni japan and during operation desert storm you were deployed to nuremberg germany and uh, Tenny and I have actually been to that town before, haven't we, Tenny? Yes. We went to Nuremberg, Germany when we were very, very young. We were 25, and uh, we had our first jobs, and we quit our first jobs, and we took delivery of a Volkswagen camper bus in Nuremberg, and we toured Europe for three months. Oh, that must have been an amazing trip. It was a good experience, but we're so pleased to have you here with us. I know that after you spent six years on active duty with the Marine Corps, you also spent another five years in the Marine Corps Reserves, and you are in Providence, Rhode Island, and South Weymouth, Massachusetts, and you acquired the rank of Staff Sergeant. I did, yes. And as I told you this morning before we began, you actually outranked me because I was a sergeant. <laughs> and I think you probably remember that my dad uh, retired after doing 20 years in the Marines. He was a first sergeant. So I grew up with a first sergeant for a father. And then his dad was also in the Marines. Uh, he was incidentally a sergeant also. So my grandfather served in World War I. He fought in the trenches in France. Um, I think every war is tough, but that was especially difficult one with mustard gas and all the other things that they did. And he was wounded and received the Purple Heart. My dad did 20 years in the Marines. Uh, he served both in World War II and in Korea. He made at least three assault wave amphibious landings that I'm aware of. And um, he also was wounded and received the Purple Heart. Um, fortunately, both of them survived and they went on to have other careers as well. But Memorial Day is really a very special day. It's a day that too many people unfortunately take for granted or don't remember why we celebrate it, but Memorial Day is now a federal holiday in the United States, and it's for remembering people who died while serving in the country's armed forces. It's always the last Monday of the month of May, 
It used to be known as Decoration Day, didn't it, Tenny? I believe so. It, it has a varied history um, in the sense that it was started in the South by some black veterans, I believe, who tried to um, recognize their service in the Civil War. It was also um, something that was uh, recognized in the North later on. I believe that um, Lyndon Johnson, was it, who actually established the day nationally in 1966 as a national holiday. Yeah, I'll come to that in just one second. But actually, Memorial Day began, interestingly, in Charleston, South Carolina in 1865. And there's some controversy about how it actually began. There were... Uh, Teachers and missionaries and black residents of Charleston organized something called a May Day ceremony in 1865. Uh, the New York papers covered it, other national papers. And about 10,000 people gathered on May 1st in 1865. Union troops, black ministers, northern white missionaries, most of them brought flowers and to lay on the burial grounds. So today that site is uh, remembered as maybe the first Decoration Day. But this was actually the first Memorial Day ceremony, and African Americans invented Memorial Day in Charleston, as we said. And then it became a ceremony to commemorate war dead who served in the Civil War. And it was first popularized by the Northern uh, Civil War veterans and survivors. But yes, it was uh, President Johnson in 1966, so it's a fairly recent national holiday when you think about it. Issued a presidential proclamation, and he named Waterloo, New York as the birthplace of Memorial Day. So that's why there's a little controversy about where and when it actually began. Um, so it, it has a lot of unusual history. Different cities and towns claim the beginning of it. Um, and they'll probably never be fully settled. But it wasn't until 1968 that Congress passed the first Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which specifically named Memorial Day as a national holiday. So I'm not sure who was president at that point, Tenny, but it was a congressional act at the time. So one of my favorite things to do on Memorial Day, besides visit any parades that might be out there, uh, is I like to watch the National Memorial Day concert that takes place at the United States Capitol. It's on television every year. I have not heard whether they're going to do that this year. I, I know it will be on TV, whether it's a rebroadcast of a prior year, I'm not sure. And I think it happened last night on TV. I think it was on Saturday night. So locally, we're going to have some... Uh, important parades and events to celebrate. So Carol, and this is Carol Freitas, who's the Veteran Service Officer for the Town of Westport. Let's talk about what's happening in the Town of Westport. Sure. So on Memorial Day, we are having a live in-person parade again, thankfully. I'm very happy that uh, we are able to do this in person again. Um, the parade is going to start at 10 o'clock from the Westport Town Hall at 816 Main Road and walk about three quarters of a mile south down Main Road and end at Beach Grove Cemetery where we will have a remembrance ceremony at the flagpole to honor those men and women who paid the ultimate price mm -hmm. in service to this country. Right. Well, that's fun and that's exciting. Um, how many units do you typically have in the parade, or is there are there local marching bands that per, uh, participate? So this is only going to be my second parade as the veteran service officer for Westport because last year we couldn't have one. The first year, 2019, we had a fairly large turnout. Okay. This year, I think with COVID, um, a lot of units are opting not to participate, but mm -hmm. we are going to have some Boy Scout and Girl Scout troops um, the Nokachoke Freemasons will be part of it, the veterans organizations. Um, I'm hoping to get a lot of veterans who participate as well. We will have some vehicles for the elderly veterans who are not able to walk okay. the distance. They can ride in the vehicles. The 
junior high band will be at the ceremony to play the national anthem this year. They are, they because school was not in session for so long, they didn't get a chance to practice together with marching, but they will play the national anthem at the ceremony. That'll be fun anyway, won't <laughs> yes, it? Yes, yeah, it will. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. And it's going to finish at the Beach Grove Cemetery. Yes. But I also read that if you want to watch it, you ought to plan to be at Town Hall by about 9.30 a.m., it says. Is there so, parking around there? There is some parking at the town hall for people who are marching in the parade. We ask that they park at the town hall parking lot. Um, If people are going to be spectators, they can park uh, at the different businesses along Main Road. Um, We do ask the participants in the parade to get there for 930, so the parade can step off at 10 o'clock. We do precede the parade with a very brief ceremony. Uh, at, there's a World War I memorial just outside of Westport Town Hall. Mm-hmm. So we do a wreath-laying ceremony there and a rifle salute with the Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 207. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Westport Parade. And at the very last minute, we're now going to have a Dartmouth Parade. There are ceremonies and Fall River we're going to talk about. So stay tuned and we'll be right back to talk about other events that are taking place to help commemorate Memorial Day. This is Money Wise Radio, wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our special radio show to memorialize Memorial Day. That's what we're doing today. We're talking about the origins of Memorial Day. And just again, a quick reminder that Memorial Day is to give tribute to veterans who died in the armed forces to help protect our country. It's not just about veterans. That's what Veterans Day is for. But there are a lot of interesting events. So first of all, uh, we're talking with Carol Freitas, who's been good enough to join us from Tana Westport, and she's the Veterans Service Officer. Um, do you enjoy your job? It must be very gratifying to help people. I love this job. It, 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 I don't even consider it a job. It's the best thing I've ever done, <laughs> so I besides have to, being in the Marines. Good. Well, I have to ask you one question. Um, are you planning to march in the parade? I am marching, yes. Good. Are you marching in uniform? No. Okay. <laughs> no, that doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> I, I, I have to confess that my uniform doesn't fit me anymore either. I would have to look like a stick to fit into my uniform. <laughs> Okay, he's very thin as a young man. <laughs> I think I was 150 pounds when I went into Paris Island in the Marine Corps. Um, I've uh, celebrated that anniversary many times over since. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for your service. So you know what we have to do, Carol? Um, I have to give you some quotations because okay. there's a whole section of famous quotations about Marines. Um This is from General William Thompson from the United States Army. He said, there are only two kinds of people that understand Marines, Marines and the enemy. (laughs) Everyone else has a secondhand opinion. (laughs) But there's some some great, great quotations. So um, I'll I'll give this quotation because this is a contemporary of ours, uh, General James Mattis. Oh, yes, Mad Dog Mattis. Mad Dog Mattis. Mm -hmm. He wrote a great book, by the way, also. I have to, um, let's see, let's, I have to edit this a little bit. He says, <laughs> I come in peace. He was talking to Iraqi tribal leaders. He said, I come in peace. I didn't bring artillery, but I am pleading you with tears in my eyes. If you um, mess with me, I'll kill you all. I but, think there are a few words left out. But he didn't use the word mess. <laughs> I can't say that on the radio. Uh, you know, as I look at this, there's a number of quotations that I can't use on the radio. I'm sure. You didn't hear any bad words when you went through boot camp, did you? Never. No, never. <laughs> um, when did you go to boot camp? When or where? Where. Where? I went to Paris Island as well. You did. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, until recently, Paris Island was the only place that enlisted women went for a boot camp. That's right. It was oh. only only just within the last six months or so that women started going to San Diego as well. Oh, I had that exactly opposite. I thought all women were at San Diego. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, uh, there's some long quotations that I can't give you because they're just too long. Um, but I have to give you a couple of others because they're really well worth it. And this was from Ronald Reagan. This is one of the most famous quotations about Marines. In 1985, Ronald Reagan, who was then president, said, Some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they made a difference in the world, but the Marines don't have that problem. I agree with that. But I also agree that that's true of anybody who served in the United States Armed Forces. I uh, celebrate the same thing. You know what we do in our office is we have a military decal that we give out to anyone who is a veteran who served in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. We had little cards made up that say, thank you for your service. Nice. We thank you for your service. Thank you. And um, what I find interesting, though, about a lot of the quotations dealing with Marines um, are that many of them come from members of the Army and other branches of the service. And that was, that's always been kind of fun. Um, so I, I've got to find one special one. We'll come back to that in a minute. But I want to give you uh, just one more. And this is from General John J. Blackjack Pershing, United States Army in 1918, World War I. He said, why in the hell can't the Army do it if the Marines can? They're the same kind of men. Why can't they be like Marines? That's a little <laughs> self-serving, isn't it? All right. Um, I have another Army quotation, but I won't use that right now. No more Army quotations about Let's Marines. Let's talk a little more about other uh, events that are taking place locally this weekend. I agree. So we've <laughs> talked about what's happening in Westport, and that's exciting. 10 a.m. kickoff at Town Hall. Should be there by 9.30 if, if possible. And what's Dartmouth doing, Tenny? You know, you had some information on that that I didn't even know about. Dartmouth's parade. Totally recent. Uh, yep, it's kicking off from the other side of uh, Bridge Street Bridge um, called Dartmouth Tent Landing at 9 o'clock, and it's coming across the bridge as it usually does, and then up Elm Street, and it will end at the old police station. So basically, paid near bridge. Yeah, it's the traditional route that was always used. So the parade kicks off at 9. Um, onlookers are encouraged to get to their spots by 8.30 if possible. Um, and I don't know anything more about it. I don't know if the high school band is marching or... I anything. would hope that they would be. I hope so. And probably the junior high bands as well, because they haven't had an opportunity to do anything for this whole past year, have they? No. Well, the band, band did participate in competitions and won another national award. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of us haven't had the chance to see them this year. I, I do know that the New Bedford Marine Corps League will be marching in the Dartmouth Parade. Oh, that's that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be interesting. So uh, what time does the Dartmouth Parade kick off again, Tenny? It's early, 9 a.m. So if you were really good and tricky, you could go to the Dartmouth <laughs> Parade at 9 and then scoot over to Westport and see the West one, Westport one at ten, right? Yes. Yeah, you know, you could do that, especially if you were down in Peyton Aram Village and you watched them because that's where they're going to start from. Right. And as soon as they went by you, you just cross over the bridge and go into Westport and watch the Westport Parade. I think that would be fun. Well, there's some other interesting things, too, that are happening on Memorial Day. So hopefully um, anyone listening today, do something to help celebrate Memorial Day. It's not just about backyard barbecues and a day off on a Monday and a three-day weekend and what home projects can you do. Try to take a few minutes and remember why we're celebrating Memorial Day. We're celebrating Memorial Day to remember all those people who gave their lives uh, in service of the country and who died, and we want to remember that. It's not given to everyone to serve in the military. And fortunately, it's not given to everyone to die in the military. Something else interesting is happening in uh, Fall River on Memorial Day, uh, Monday, the 31st of May. 
the Rolling Thunder is doing something called the Ride for Freedom 33rd degree uh, version. And Rolling Thunder New England and the city of Fall River and Fall River Veterans Council invite you to visit the newly dedicated Fall River Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall, which recognizes the um, Americans who died or who are missing in action in Vietnam. And that number is about 58,000 right now. I'm going to talk about numbers in a minute. So May 30th, 2021, uh, motorcycles are arriving from Foxborough to join the Fall River Tribute. But the tribute itself is going to be, um, there's a little unclarity about this brochure that I received. Let's see. Yeah, on Memorial Day itself, it looks like at 3 o'clock. No, I believe it is Sunday afternoon. You think it's Sunday afternoon? It's this afternoon. You might be right. And it's at 3 o'clock at the Vietnam Memorial. Yep. And by the way, more than 81,700 Americans from all wars still remain missing, which is incredible to think about. That is incredible. All right. So as, as we're broadcasting our show on Sunday morning, I guess this particular event is going to be this afternoon with the motorcade leaving at 2 p.m., and it's just not very well written, is it? They're having a ceremony at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall at 3 p.m., but the motorcade leaves at 2 p.m. From Foxborough. Yeah. So So they'll be coming in probably then just before to the monument to join just before the 3 o'clock event. Yeah. Should so just... Um, an amazing event. Then I would Thunder is fabulous. probably recommend um, being in Fall River at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall sometime just right around 2 o'clock, and that way you'll be able to watch the Rolling Thunder come in. The Rolling Thunder, by the way, is a whole bunch of motorcycles. Um, have you ever seen that on television? Not uh, them specifically, but I've been to different motorcycle events. I've seen veterans. it. Yeah, I've seen it in um, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, a couple of years ago, there was something fairly significant because uh, they had a Marine in dress blues who stood for two or three hours in the middle of the road mm-hmm. with a hand salute and never budged, and all the motorcycles went by him. I believe I saw footage of some some people stopping and actually giving him water holding yep. the bottle up to his mouth so he could have a sip of water while he was standing there. Wow. And that was a, an extremely emotional experience. So that's taking place on Sunday, today, as we go to a record on our show this afternoon, if you want to go see that. I'd like to try to do that myself, Tenny. That would be fun. And uh, that would be interesting. And I've seen the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall while it was under construction. I wasn't able to get to the dedication. Um, It's a truly impressive event. Um, So we're talking with Carol Freitas um, from Westport. Carol, have you ever been to the Vietnam Memorial Wall in Washington by any chance? I've been to that one, and I went to the dedication of the wall in Fall River. Yeah, I figured you might have done that. Highly emotional, very important event. I don't care if you had anybody that served in Vietnam or not, or knew somebody that passed away uh, in Vietnam, you cannot help but be impressed and amazed and very somber when you see that. So I encourage everyone to see it. We're going to take another short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the other things in Battleship Cove in Fall River, and we're going to be talking about Flanders Field, uh, written in World War One. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio, wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our celebration of Memorial Day 2021. A gentleman named Nick Lampson once said, there is nothing nobler than risking your life for your country. And hopefully you only risk it and don't have to uh, pass away, obviously. So over the years, um, people have talked about patriotism and talked about service for country all the way back to the time of Nathan Hale, who said, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Today, we're encouraging people to take a few moments during Memorial Day, which is tomorrow, and think about why we celebrate Memorial Day and the fact that we haven't had it as a national holiday for a very long period of time. So, Carol, um, we know there's a parade in Westport that kicks off at Town Hall at 10 a.m. on Monday, tomorrow. We know that it's good to get there about 9.30. Now, when you go to the cemetery afterwards, um, what kind of speakers do you have there? So our host organization is going to be the... Uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars post in okay. Westport. So they will be the MC. We have a replaying ceremony, which we always invite family member of a, a veteran uh, to, to lay the wreath. And our, gold, our keynote speaker this year is a gold star brother of Norman Fontaine, who was killed in Vietnam and whose name is on the Vietnam Wall. Uh, he is also a Navy veteran. David Fontaine is our keynote speaker. Okay. He's a Navy veteran. Um, and so he, he's going to be speaking about what it's like to be a Gold Star family member. Um, so could you explain what a Gold Star family member means? So a Gold Star family is uh, the family members of a service member who was killed while serving on active duty in, right. the, in the military. So any family that has a military person killed becomes a gold family? Is there some? Gold, gold star. Gold yeah. star gold family, star. yes. Um, is there some ceremony or something that happens in relation to that? Well, there's not a ceremony per se. Obviously, the you know there's a military funeral when the service member passes away and is buried. Um, and I know a lot of states, Massachusetts has one, Rhode Island is building one, Connecticut is building one. They have Gold Star Monuments. Massachusetts has one right at Bicentennial Park in Fall River where the, where the Vietnam Wall is. Um, so. Fall River's been very active in uh, commemorating its, its uh, veterans. Yes. Well, they've done a wonderful job with uh, Battleship Cove, um, which is um, at the Heritage State Park in Fall River. And it's the home of the Battleship Cove and the 9-11 Memorial. And also the Bicentennial State Park, which has the World War II Memorial and the uh, newly dedicated Vietnam Veterans Wall, Memorial Wall. And there's also the Global War on Terror Monument and a Korean War Monument there now, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, the, and the Gold Star Families Monument. I would certainly encourage anybody who has never been there to go there. I went a couple of years ago with two of my grandsons and of course they were impressed simply to be on top of the, the battleship mm-hmm. which is the battleship Massachusetts which I've never been to oh. sad to say well it's fun to see um, Boy Scouts actually go there sometimes and they have sleep out events mm-hmm. on, yeah. Girl Scouts. Yeah. do you want to mention anything about that Tenny? Well, um, Battleship Cove has uh, several boats in fact I think it's the largest display of military uh, boats that any place in the country has. They have the USS Massachusetts, which I believe is a destroyer. The USS It's a battleship. It's a battleship, I'm sorry. USS Joseph P. Kennedy Jr., the USS Lionfish, Hidden Sea, PT Boats, and the USS Fall River. It's just a remarkable uh, combination of items there that you can look at you can walk around you can go into it's just remarkable well i think it would be interesting and fun and memorable to attend the parades in westport and dartmouth Um, there's also some really amazing events taking place in fall river so they're doing a traditional military observance which will honor the fallen and gold star families that we're just talking about 
That's going to be at 11 o'clock, and it's going to be uh, raising the American flag from half-staff, and they're going to have a 21-gun salute at the same time. So a lot of things are happening. It's free. Um, So as we said, Memorial Day was originally known as Decoration Day, and it really began to commemorate people who died in the Civil War, and more recently um, is a national holiday, but it's fairly recently. So it's, it's not that old a holiday when we think about it. We think it's been around forever, but it hasn't been. I was just reading some interesting information about the battleship Massachusetts. I had forgotten that it was known as Big Mamie. <laughs> oh, I, did, I never knew that. Never knew that. Um, its keel was laid in 1939, and the Massachusetts received 11 battle stars for World War II service. It was known as the workhorse of the fleet. So if you'd like to go over to Fall River on uh, Memorial Day, actual day on Monday, you could see all of these wonderful exhibits. And if you go at 11, is it 11 o'clock? 11. You can uh, be part of their ceremony. And um, so Carol, I'm gonna ask you um, a stump the star question, okay? <laughs> okay. And I, I like to do this. I've asked Tenny this question. Of all the wars that we've been involved in in this country, which war do you think had the most um, war dead, war casualties that died? Uh, I would guess World War Two. Most people do that. It's actually the Civil War. Oh. Civil War had 655,000 people killed. Well, when, when you think that everybody that was fighting in that war was an American citizen, that doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. we were fighting each other. Yep. And World War II is actually 405,399. World War I was 116,500. The Korean War was 35,500. Vietnam was 58,209. Um, I was serving in the reserves uh, at that time. My tour ended just before our unit went over to Vietnam, so I didn't go there. Um, My brother, who's four years younger than I am, joined the Army, and he actually spent a year in Vietnam and saw a lot of unfortunate stuff and doesn't like to talk about it at all. Not many people do. No, he will not talk about it. Mm -hmm. And um, I tried to make a, a, a gift to him of a painting that was done, and I bought a print of it. And somewhere in my stuff here, I'll find it. Here it is. Is it the Forgotten Heroes? Yep, it's the print called The Forgotten Heroes by uh, Brian Fox. Brian has actually been the guest on this show before. Oh, has he? He's an outstanding artist. We have one of his signed original prints uh, hanging in our office. When you come in, you'll see it. And I actually bought two of them to help support the, uh, the fundraising effort. Uh, for the memorial wall, and I gave one to my brother. I tried to give one to my brother, and he was very uncomfortable and mm-hmm. basically didn't want to take it. So we didn't. If you ever want to visit Brian Fox's studio, by the way, um, he's at 1082 Duval Street in Fall River and has done some absolutely gorgeous paintings of Tom Brady, Rob Grankowski, Steven Tyler, and... I guess some of Johnny Depp's characters as well from mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. But he did this wonderful thing called Forgotten Heroes. And anytime you visit our office, you'll have a chance to see it. By the way, um, Tenny is a veteran service officer. What does that mean, Tenny? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. sorry. I'm sorry. You're a certified <laughs> veteran <general>. specialist. <laughs> You're a certified veteran specialist. Tell, tell right. us what that Very means. Very different. I'm simply uh, allowed to represent veterans if they have an appeal of their applications for veterans' uh, assistance. So um, I don't do anywhere near as much as what Carol does for <laughs> veterans. So Carol, what do you do as a veteran service officer? Well, there's a lot of tasks that go into that. Uh, primarily, we, um, we administer a program in Massachusetts called Chapter 115, which is a financial assistance program for low-income veterans. Um, and then we do 
the flagging for Memorial Day, Veterans Day. We do VA claims. Uh, basically an advocate for anybody who's a veteran or a family member of a veteran who lives within the community that we serve. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people in general um, use Memorial Day weekend as an opportunity to go visit family members in cemeteries, yes. whether they're veterans or not. I know, uh, Tenny, you've historically done that, right? Every year for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. we've decorated the cemeteries of our family. So I was just thinking, you could go to the Dartmouth Parade at 9 o'clock. You could hippity-hop over to the Westport Parade for 10 (laughs) o'clock, and then you could race over to Fall River for their 11 o'clock ceremony. (laughs) Could be quite a day. (laughs) The Vietnam veterans do go from Westport to Fall River to be part of the ceremony on on board the battleship Massachusetts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, do you know, is the Fall River service this year on the battleship still, or is it up at Bicentennial I Park? believe it's on the battleship. Okay. okay. Um, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow once said, They are dead, but they live in each patriot's breast, and their names are engraven on honor's bright crest. So a lot of American writers and poets have had interesting things about the de- the dedication and the sacrifice that people have made. We're going to give a couple more before we're done here today. I'd like to remind people, uh, just before we take our last break, if you're watching the parade go by and you see the lead band, for example, and you'll see the American flag and so forth, take off your hat when the flag goes by. Put your hand over your breast when the flag goes by. You don't have to do it for all the little bitty flags that are being carried, but certainly the big flags. It's a proper sign of respect and tribute, not only to the veterans who died for which we celebrate Memorial Day, but also just to celebrate our country and our flag. So take the time to act with um, dignity and protocol when you see the American flag go by. We're going to take our last break this morning. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few more things. And uh, stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio, wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Ladies and gentlemen, as we remember the veterans who died representing our country and defending our country, as we celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow, take time to do something to remember why we're celebrating Memorial Day. It's not just about barbecues. It's about many things. And in case I forget later, I want to thank Carol Freitas, who's the Veterans Service Officer in Westport, for being here. What you do is very important. Every city in town in Massachusetts has a separate veterans service officer, don't they? Just about. There are some um, neighboring communities that uh, they fall under what's called a district, and so it's one service officer or a, a staff of that falls under a director of veterans services that serve that community. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Tenny, you're a veteran service officer, Attorney Tenny Lance. If somebody wants to reach you, they can call you. Did I say veteran service officer again? <laughs> um, certified veteran specialist. Excuse me. I'll get it right. <laughs> yes, sir. She's you. shaking her head at me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you'd like to call, our number is 508-998-8800. We'd be happy to talk with you about um, our knowledge of veterans um, Services. I have to give you one more Marine Corps quotation, Carol. Okay. This is from Lieutenant General Thomas Holcomb, uh, USMC. He was Commandant of the Marine Corps in 1943. So think about the timing of that with this quotation. The women Marines don't have a nickname, and they don't need one. They get their basic training in a Marine atmosphere, 
at a Marine post. They inherit the traditions of the Marines. They are Marines. That's absolutely true. In 1943 is when the first women Marines were allowed to be in the in the reserves at that point and we women marines have served continuously since then hmm. i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know that so that's good to know but it's fun isn't it i've i've always enjoyed you know the small service that i gave to my country and i'm proud of the fact that i've got four generations in my family including our son peter who's not here today you know there's a special poem that was written in 1915. It was uh, written by John McRae, who was a lieutenant colonel in the Canadian Army. And my recollection of this is that he went to visit the graves of a lot of the uh, military members from Canada and, and America who were killed in World War II. World War I. I'm sorry, World War One. And what really amazed him was to see all the poppies growing up between the crosses. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this uh, wonderful poem. Do either of you want to participate in reading any, any of this? I will read some. Okay. Why don't you read the first verse, and Tenny read the second verse. In Flanders Field, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep though poppies grow in Flanders Field. Great poem. Yes. Gives me goosebumps. Well, it does, and it should. Uh, It was a tough war. All wars are tough. Um, I want to close today by basically saying that um, there's so many things, so many wonderful events that are taking place where we're so pleased that after the pandemic we can finally properly celebrate Memorial Day, which we could not do last year. And... We have the uh, parade and the events taking place in Westport. Um, try to be at Town Hall at 9.30 a.m. Um, in Westport. That's right on Main Road. Yes. And the parade kicks off from there and goes down to, what's the name of the cemetery again? Beach Grove Cemetery. Beach Grove Cemetery, where there will be uh, speeches and dedication and so forth. So that would be a nice thing to do. And then, Tenny, what's happening in Dartmouth? Dartmouth has a parade starting at 9 a.m. from Peyton Arm Village and extending up Elm Street. I don't know if they're going to give um, a service at the um, cemetery on Elm Street, as they sometimes do. But then they will continue on to the old police station up at Russell's Mills Road. And that's brand new information, by the way. We just learned about this in the last 24 hours because as of a week ago, they weren't going to have a parade. So that's interesting information. Rolling Thunder um, will be coming in somewhere right after 2 o'clock into, is it the Bicentennial Park? Is that the proper name for it? Yes, but okay. that's Sunday afternoon. That's today, Sunday. Sunday afternoon around 2 o'clock. Well, yep, the ceremony is at 3. Right. That would be really uh, interesting to see as well. And um, then Middleborough, I know, is also having a parade. And we had a little bit of information, and that's going to be on Sunday also. I don't have a lot of detail about that. Uh, the the Middleborough one, I believe it's just a ceremony in downtown Middleborough, and I believe it's on Memorial Day. I've lost that paper also. Here it is. Um, Monday, May 31st at 10 a.m. to 11 at the Middleborough Veterans Memorial Park. And so that appears to be a cemetery, or is it also a parade? Do we know? It's, it's I think, just a ceremony. Okay, and then there's lots and lots of things to see in Fall River at the Bicentennial Park and uh, Battleship Cove. 
Vietnam Memorial newly dedicated. Yeah, that's, uh, I went to see it. As I said, my brother served in Vietnam. I did not. And, um, but it, it's one of the most gratifying things you can do is to go and see these ceremonies. In New Bedford at the Klasky Park, we have a memorial to Korean War veterans. My father served there as well. I was there when they did the dedication for that about 20 or 21 years ago, I believe. But importantly, do something. You know, remember a veteran. Uh, remember why we celebrate Memorial Day, which is to celebrate uh, and remember those people who died defending our country. It's not given to everyone to serve in the military. Only about 1% of our population ever serves in the military at all. Yes. And then of that percentage, uh, a much smaller percentage of those who serve have actually died in service of the country. But um, those are very special people. Those are very special people who give us all of our freedoms and give us the, the life that we lead and the lifestyle that we serve. So do something uh, very, very important. Uh, Carol, is there anything else that you would like to say about Westport and you, what you do as a veteran service officer? Uh, yes, thank you. Actually, uh, I'm very pleased to announce that Westport is going to be building our first veterans monument that will be at Beach Grove Cemetery. We uh, received approval from the Board of Selectmen. Nice. And we have a design. It's going to be seven uh, individual granite pillars in an arc facing the flagpole. Each pillar will be engraved with one of the branch of service logos. So it's going to be National Guard, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, Coast Guard, and the newly formed Space Force. Hmm. Um, and we currently are in the fundraising phase of that because the, the whole project is going to be funded by private donations. So we are uh, hoping nice. to raise enough money for that. Um, and we are hoping to get that built this summer, sometime between Memorial Day and Veterans Day, so we can have its own unveiling ceremony for that that's separate from the holidays that are specific to the military. Good. Well, when you have... Go ahead. I'm sorry. If someone were interested in uh, helping you fund that, who would they contact? They could contact me in my office. My phone number is 508-636-1028. Or if they go to the town of Westport's website, there is a veteran services section, and I have a page within my section that is specifically dedicated to that monument. It has pictures, it has the donation form, it has all of the information about it. Well, when you have any more information on that at all, you know, share it, and we'll certainly be happy to put it on the radio and put it on the air. Thank you. I think most people in this country are, are proud of the military and proud of what they've accomplished and keeping us a free nation uh, and we have dissenters but we also have the right of free speech in this mm -hmm. country don't we yes we do that's what we all serve to protect yep so um tenny uh i want to thank you for being here and contributing i want to thank you carol carol freitas from westport tenny is not a veteran service officer <laughs> she probably never will become one but i would be proud to be but she is a certified veterans specialist. I guess I couldn't be because I've never been in the service. In Massachusetts, to be a veteran service officer, you do have to be a veteran. Mm. And actually, this is a great opportunity to clear up a misconception that a lot of people have, is that veteran service officers in Massachusetts do not work for the VA. We work for the individual cities and towns. And okay. a lot of people think that we're actually part of the VA system. And generally, the starting place, if somebody was looking for veterans' benefits information or surviving spouse uh, veterans' information, uh, they should contact their own veteran service officer in their individual city or town yes. where they live first. Yes. yes, they should. Because you really can't, or I guess you're supposed to be working primarily with Westport people. I'm supposed to be. I mean, I have helped people from other towns. I've actually helped some people from Rhode Island because it's right over the border. And Rhode Island is one of those states that does not have a veteran service officer in every city and town. Um, and we can do VA claims no matter where somebody lives. But for the Chapter 115, it has to go through the, the city or town that the uh, beneficiary lives in. 
And tell us what Chapter 115 again is. So it's a low in- a financial assistance program for low-income veterans or their surviving spouses. Uh, they have to fall with under a certain income and asset limit to qualify, and it could provide benefits to help with their shelter costs, their medical costs, their um, heating costs, things like that, reimbursed for medical insurance premiums. Okay. Well, Tenny and I are, are always very proud of not only the service that our son has served and that I served and my family has served, and she had a brother in the Navy, she had a brother in the Army, I had an uncle who was in the Battle of the Bulge in the Army, another brother in the Army. Um, we just have a history in our family of having a lot of veterans, and mm-hmm. you know we're, we're proud of that fact. I'd like to conclude today by saying thank you uh, to you, Carol Freitas, for being with us. Thank you, Tenny, for being with us. I want to give you a quotation from President Barack Obama. Our nation owes a debt to its fallen heroes that we can never fully repay, but we can honor their sacrifice. So the only thing I have left to say to you, um, Staff Sergeant Carol Freitas, is Semper Fi. Semper Fi. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who don't know, that's an abbreviation for Semper Fidelis, which means always faithful. And that's what we want to be to you as well. Thank you for listening. Do something for Memorial Day, ladies and gentlemen. This is Money Wise Radio, wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. This is Money Wise Radio. Our firm provides insurance services. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. This show is a paid placement.